Hey everyone, this is AK. And this is Naru. And you are listening to Our Name Channel. So good news people. Start of the last week, uh, we got a really good news. A really, really good news at this time. Because uh, Oxford's vaccine, the second phase of human trial of that Oxford vaccine has been successful. That's the fucking greatest news I have heard in a, a very long time. So, uh, so that's a really good news because as you can, as you can see that uh, COVID is not going anywhere, yeah. right? COVID is everywhere. <laughs> Uh, the only way uh, that covid is going away is probably uh, with the help of yeah. vaccines uh, so is this the last stage of trials or is there going to be more i think there is going to be more they are going to start the third phase of the tri- human trials next week and uh, it's going to contain like participants from uh, different uh, countries like us Uh, European countries and uh, African countries so it's going to be a mixture of multinational uh, participants so it's going to be a, a wider uh, set of uh, participants uh, that way they get a wider set of data with which they can you know uh, get a good yeah. result possibly and uh, I, I think uh, this is one of the most promising vaccines that are being developed right now because uh, this is the uh, most safe out there side effects are really low for this uh, vaccine so that's a okay, really good that's news awesome. uh, i think even in india another company had started clinical trials I think uh, yeah a vaccine called covaxin india's own developed in uh, indigenous vaccine of sorts developed by bharat biotech uh, has also started its clinical trials hmm. it got its All permission right. to start Uh, from icmr and it has already started in aims delhi uh, let's hope for the best and see oh, yeah. what happens because india is actually one of the leading forces in pharmaceutical industry uh, worldwide so let's hope that we can make some breakthroughs yeah i think niti ayog actually promised that it's going to be released during august <laughs> but I, i think that's just wishful thinking but uh, realistically uh, yeah uh, it's going to be released uh, next year if uh, all things yeah, goes well yeah quite probably because if right. it's released in august that means like that's next month would the tests even be done by then i doubt it i don't think so yeah uh, but uh, another thing that oxford researchers are saying is that it uh, the vaccine might not be like permanent the uh, immunity that we get from the vaccine might not be uh, permanent like uh, we are not yet sure that uh, the uh, immunity that covid survivor has is permanent so we can't really be sure whether the vaccine the immunity from vaccine will yeah. be permanent uh, so it might be a vaccine like flu shot we have to get it yeah. every year so that's um, that is also yeah, a possibility yeah but it's still better than nothing yeah i think so because uh, we get uh, immunity for like uh, extended period of time and uh, it's uh, safe yeah. and it's going to get us back to some kind of a normal you know yeah. normal life let's hope for the best did you hear that chris nolan's tenet got delayed indefinitely 
yeah, yeah i heard uh, that so, i mean it's uh, it sucks yeah, yeah it sucks big time i was hoping to see that in uh, theater yeah who wasn't hoping to see that in theater like uh, i think we both have seen all of norans movies in theaters at least ever since we knew each other <laughs> yeah i think uh, you uh, saw the uh, last movie the war movie with me uh, twice yeah. right you saw it uh, once uh, with your uh, family and you saw it uh, yeah, with yeah. me <laughs> so you you are a huge I'm fan not, <laughs> let's just uh, say that yeah somewhat not yeah okay uh, i just like going to theater a lot uh, which is why it's sexy even more yeah uh, yeah so uh, we can see that this is a pattern like all the big budget movies are getting delayed or pushed back Uh, because the they need theater releases to make ends meet or uh, these big budget movies really need to be released in theaters to get their bucks back and yeah uh, we're seeing that we have to wait more and more to actually see those big budget uh, star studded movies uh, and it's really disappointing on the other hand we can also see that many independent and smaller scale movies are getting released in ott in netflix in amazon prime uh, it's actually uh, seeming to be a very viable option for release for some of these movies and we can see that more and more movies are getting released in this fashion uh, do you think that this will be the end yeah. of movies like theaters in general uh, first of all let me uh, just reiterate the fact that a uh, lot of uh, movies are releasing on uh, ott platforms like netflix and uh, amazon prime sci-fi there are a lot of ott platforms in india what <laughs> okay uh, forget about that uh, but a lot of movies are releasing uh, in the ott platforms but most of those movies are the actors are not like uh, blockbuster actors let's just say uh, they the scope of the movie is like uh, really indie kind of movies uh, not big budget uh, blockbuster movies and uh, it might not get the uh, you know uh, attention that at- attention in theaters it mostly uh, get uh, really good attention uh, in ott itself or uh, in multiplex theaters yeah. you know that kind of crowds uh, so these kind of uh, the movies that are releasing in on ott they are kind of uh, movies that are you know focus towards those crowds yeah. so i don't think this is the end of theaters uh, per se because none of the blockbuster uh, movies are not going to be uh, going to be released on ott yeah or the blockbuster yeah uh, some kind of movies not going to be uh, shown on ott no fan of uh, salman khan be like hey boy tera uh, film mein netflix mein dekha bye Okay, that was a really bad impression, but uh, you uh, get the point. Yeah, I mean, like, Vijay uh, uh, movies in, not in theaters uh, without people shouting all over the dialogues and being unable to hear half the movie is not going yeah. to happen. <laughs> yeah, no one wants to hear those yeah. dialogues. We just so, want uh, to shout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's why uh, you know the fans shouts you know uh, every time he speaks the dialogues are really poor in most yeah. of his movies uh, yeah uh, but a lot of theater owners were really pissed off that uh, 
movies were releasing on uh, yeah we... they don't really have to be paced yeah. because these movies are not really uh, profitable for yeah, them yeah like we could see them yeah, forming right. like sort of a syndicate uh, especially inox movies when they like i don't know which movie was first to be released in ott during the lockdown uh, but when the first movie came out in ott uh, they released a strong statement saying that uh, there will be consequences or something of those sorts uh they actually released a formal statement saying that there will be consequences for this or something like that so i don't know what they meant by consequences or if they are going to destroy those directors or producers uh somehow by not accepting their by not uh, by somehow blocking their movies from theaters if whenever this um, pandemic gets over but i don't think that's the right way to do stuff like uh, this is like a market economy they have to get their releases out yeah. it doesn't matter if uh, it's through theater or ott they have the right to do it they should be able to do it yeah and they are not like in a position to uh, take the moral high ground or anything like these multiplex owners like they steam rolled all through the independent theater owners like the movie the movie theaters with single screens they are almost they were getting steamrolled by these uh, multiplex owners so when this happened the theater owners didn't say that you will get backfired blah 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 no that didn't happen so <laughs> i uh, guess they can't really say that uh, once corona is over you can actually watch these uh, movies in theaters because uh, we don't know when corona yeah. will be over we don't know when the uh, theaters will be open yeah. back. and <laughs> people need to be entertain yeah definitely right. and i am going i also have a doubt like there's going to be a really tight schedule like when corona is over like all these theaters will have a bunch of movies to release and uh, do they even have enough screens to show all of those stuff which are getting delayed and delayed and delayed yeah uh, <laughs> by their pressure <laughs> do you remember uh, you know uh, uh, yeah the marvel movies are uh, yeah going to be released uh, marvel is going to release about seven movies within the next two uh, month uh, years by 2020 yeah, uh, you know how will they how will the uh, theater owners uh, fit all that all those no movies and not to mention uh, dc and all other uh, studios are releasing a uh, bunch yeah. of movies how will they fit that in their schedule so these uh, small movies get you know steamrolled uh, at yeah, that time probably. so it's better for them to actually uh, show them on on an it yeah probably uh, so i don't think this will be the end of theaters in any way because the not only because they have a syndicate but also because uh, the viewing experience in theater is something unique you really can't uh, replicate that at home if you're watching ott even if you have a big screen and good home theater system which 90% of the people don't there's really a difference between watching it at home and actually going to theater and buying overpriced popcorn and just sitting there with your friends and having a good time so i recently saw a movie called moton uh, it's a really great movie uh, great story have you seen that movie uh, not really i've heard many good things about it but uh, i really didn't see it yeah uh, you should see it it's a really good movie one of the great things about that movie is that it has a really good lgbtq plus uh, representation in uh, in that movie there are really good characters in that movie uh, 
which who are uh, part of the lgbtq plus community mm-hmm. that shouldn't be a really big deal uh, but it is a big deal because in india in indian movies uh, in the cinema the representation was really bad if you uh, take a look at the past 20 years of uh, you know representation uh, you can see that there are lot of red flags in uh, indian cinema when uh, it comes to the lgbtq plus representation yeah uh, i remember movies like golmar returns where uh, which are which are actually comedy movies but they just really take these uh, cheap methods of comedy to just mock gay characters uh, and then there's the other case where if it's a trans character he'll uh, invariably be evil like for no reason if it's a trans character he has to be evil <laughs> yeah i do agree i think uh, mostly the only uh, characters uh, from the lgbtq plus uh, community are represented for a, uh, as a joke uh, characters like it's going to be whenever a gay character comes to the uh, screen there will be like a, a music like a, you know that silly music uh, that you know shows that yes this is going to be a comedy scene a, like end quote and quote uh, yeah. comedy scene in those quote and quote uh, comedy yeah. movies and uh, there are a lot of uh, there are a lot of movies like that uh, mostly in in bollywood movies uh, but not uh, exclusively in bollywood movies in every uh, cinema, uh, cinema industries uh, cinema industry the in indian uh, in, uh, cinema industry there are a lot of uh, characters like uh, that yeah. a lot of movies are representing characters yeah. like that uh, did you also notice that uh, lesbians are non existent in indian cinema like there's like maybe one a handful of movies where there are actual lesbian characters but no way like uh, yeah compared to lgbtq representation itself is minuscule uh, but compared to all those in all of those it's either trans or uh, gay people like uh, by gay i mean uh, male homosexual relationships uh, there is actually no female homosexual re- relationships to be seen at least in mainstream cinema I, i haven't seen any yeah i think that's because you know women should not uh, feel uh, you know that much freedom to explore uh, their sexuality that's uh, one of the reason the uh, why people uh, don't like uh, the patriarchy should not let a woman enjoy themselves <laughs> that kind of mindset <laughs> would be the reason uh, most of the the movie industry doesn't really portray lesbian characters because fuck if a woman can live without a man that's the whole mentality of those yeah. characters uh yeah so uh, there are like some exceptionally bad representation like in movies like dostana where uh, the initial trailers they showed that it was a gay couple of john abraham and uh, abhishek bachchan the community was actually surprised to see uh, such uh, like uh, these stars performing as gay characters and uh, they were and once they actually saw the movie it was revealed that they weren't actually gay haha <laughs> fuck you uh, so yeah <laughs> uh, that's like a slap on the face uh, and even their mannerisms in the movies were like uh, they're just uh, doing it for play or like uh, mocking the lifestyle of like it wasn't realistic it wasn't a realistic 
uh, even close remotely realistic representation of gay people and uh, yeah. there are other movies like uh, which we have repeatedly said uh, golmal uh, where the gay characters are used only for comedic purpose like no other purpose at all yeah uh, do you uh, see a pattern here because all these gay characters uh, that are represented in those uh, comedy movies are like really lustful after the uh, main character or the uh, side yeah. characters <laughs> they that's the uh, their only purpose sole of, purpose yeah. in that movie just uh, if you are yeah. gay you have to act explicitly show that you are gay uh, you have to say it in every line of the movie <laughs> yeah that's really <laughs> uh funny to watch uh, in, in retrospect uh, because uh that is not the case i don't think they are not really uh, uh like yeah, that uh, they are not really uh, yeah uh, like apart from anecdotal evidence i'm pretty sure majority of the gay people would not be like that. <laughs> so uh and another movie that i really want to talk about is chandpotu so chandpotu is uh, about a car- uh, it's a malayalam movie that was released in 2006 i believe uh, about a, a, a guy he's a transgender guy uh, because uh, he was uh, raised as a uh, he has a woman a womanly mannerisms and uh, he wants to live as a woman he uh, applies uh, man- manicures and uh, nail polish and braids his uh, hair like a woman and uh, everything he um, is or the cat uh, essentially access a woman but the uh, whole community and uh, his parents are uh, like don't uh, act as a woman you have to be a man because uh, it the character uh, is a you know part of the coastal community and it's a taboo over there because in coastal community uh, people can't really be person from transgender uh, or you know community from lgbtq because it's a uh, considered as a bad mm. omen apparently and uh, so uh, he decides to um, essentially knock up the his uh, friend and uh, essentially knocks up uh, knocks up the girl and at the end of the uh, film he essentially uh, become, uh, becomes a straight guy yeah a straight guy he decides to leave as a straight guy when i'm saying this uh, you might think that uh, it's a deeply uh, dramatic film no it's it's a comedy it's a everything is in that movie is played for laughs every uh, mannerism mannerisms that uh, the actor portrays is played for laughs that is not a really good way to portray uh, people right yeah it's it was not even good comedy <laughs> like Uh, okay maybe uh, as a child i didn't understand like i was in early 10 years old when it came out or something 10 or 12 uh, so when it came out i i was not aware of all these uh, deep issues underlying in that movie but i just watched it and laughed as a kid uh, but i think the movie could have been taken in a different manner and it could have been more sensitive to the issues of trans people um, but in hindsight it was really insensitive and it could have been something much more than what it actually was just a plain comedy but expecting more out of the deep is uh, kind of mistake uh, from yeah, one of our yeah, part right? <laughs> uh, but i think things are really changing yeah. right? there are a lot of good films that are releasing that have a really good representation of uh, these uh, communities yeah definitely uh, 
the one you suggested the start Muton I've heard many great things about it apart from that there are movies like Aligarh then there was Fire which is not exactly a recent movie it came out in 2004 early 2000s I'm not exactly sure no no it was released in 1996 and uh, one of the uh, first mo- uh, movies actually to actually represent a, a lesbian relationship yeah. uh, first bollywood movie uh, or in i think it's the first bollywood movie to represent uh, lesbian relationships yeah. and uh, it caused a lot of uh, protest during the release time yeah. uh, i don't know why <laughs> you know because it was 1996 because it was india uh there were a lot yeah, of protests uh, like yeah definitely uh if we can protest against computer we can definitely protest against the movie yeah then there's nyan uh, merikuti by jay surya which is also a pretty good representation uh, it's not perfect but i think it was really good by jay surya then there's shubhankar especially when we compare chandu yeah, to uh, uh, nyan merikuti the difference is really astronomical and uh, so recently uh, shubhankar siyadar southern which was a like a blockbuster movie uh, or like a mainstream movie uh, was released and uh, became a hit uh, starring uh, aishman kurana and jitendra kumar uh, which represented uh, a gay ca- gay ca- couple in a really uh, realistic way and uh, was not meant to be taken as a like a you know comedic situation uh, the characters were were not inherently bad or comedic but the you know the movie was comedic but uh, characters were represented realistically and uh, really uh, good representation of uh, the uh, those characters so that's a really good sign because uh, indian audiences are accepting uh, at least uh, you know uh, some of the movies that are being released so that's a good sign yeah definitely Uh, uh this i think the indian audience is actually maturing and learning to accept these things uh, i don't think it was a problem with the audience as such more with the okay maybe it was i am not really sure but they're not actually saying that uh, we shouldn't do comedy with gay characters or trans characters or we shouldn't make gay characters evil ever we are just pointing out the lack of realistic gay characters or trans characters apart from the evil and uh ones done purely for comedic reasons uh so yeah i really hope that uh indian cinema stop perpetuating this stereotypical representation of gay ca- uh, the lgbtq plus ca- uh, characters and uh, i think uh, what i also want to say is that audience uh, i hope the audience uh, accepts uh, these characters a bit more yeah we hope uh, that indian cinema takes a, a new direction when it comes to representation of lgbtq communities and learns from their past mistakes and maybe apply a bit more sensibility when it comes to portrayal of these characters and we also hope that uh, the indian audience also grows along with the along with these lines and learns to accept uh, gay people for who they are uh, rather than trying to fit them into a box or something like that hope for the best Okay so last week i uh, saw a video by some guy named Steve Huff he claimed to have contacted the spirit of Krishan Singh Rajput who had uh, committed suicide just last month 
I think what he did, uh, what Steve Huff actually did was he took some audio clippings from Sushant's past interviews or movies and stuff like that and stitched them together and it appeared as if uh, he was actually answering questions which uh, Steve Huff was asking to him. And that's really disturbing because uh, the amount of the limit to like uh, you need to actually respect someone who has just died. I mean, uh, someone who is close to Sushant who actually watched that video would have been very disturbed. And you have to respect the boundaries yeah. of people. Uh, at least just respect people <laughs> even if they are dead. Uh, they have some rights. You shouldn't just take their voices and use them for your own particular, uh, just for some clickbait. And these videos were actually doing surprisingly well, uh, more than 5 million views last time I checked, which uh, I'm not okay with seeing stuff like this. Yeah, I mean, uh, he <coughs> really too soon because uh, he just uh, died last month, right? Yeah. So people are really taking advantage of this uh, whole issue and uh, uh, because the whole emotional state that his fans are in uh, people are taking advantage of that and uh, posting so many uh, videos and uh, saying that how much uh, Sushant means to them it is actually uh, really good because uh, they are uh, expressing their feelings towards uh, a well-known celebrity and uh, sort of paying tribute to him but there are other types of people like uh, the guy you said like uh, Steve Huff who doesn't really know uh, Sushant and and really capitalizing on his uh, death we can say that you know he's actually capitalizing on his death and posting out videos on youtube and uh, that is really uh, disturbing to see that's true and uh, but this is not the only case there are a lot of uh, indians a lot of uh, colleagues of sushan are taking you know like advantage of his death uh, we can see that there are a lot of uh, people are pushing their own agendas and in conjecture with uh, saying, you know, uh, the death was caused by uh, movie mafia in uh, Bollywood cinema. Mm. That might be true. You know, there, there is more Bollywood mafia. There are so many factions in uh, Bollywood. But shouldn't uh, we respect the uh, actor and uh, try not to... Uh, say our own agendas yeah definitely i mean we can see uh, well-known celebrities like kangana Ranaut actually posting videos about sushant and just trying to say like only the heading of the videos about sushant the rest of it she just takes the stage to mock other people who are not even remotely related like uh, he actually uh, refers to tapsi pannu as a b-grade actress and uh, yeah uh, I'm not even sure at this point whether we should be taking her seriously because she has a track record of saying all these outrageous stuff like this. And But uh, surely uh, she could have kept her distance at the death of a colleague. At a death of yeah. colleague. She's not really uh, you know, friends with uh, Sushant. Uh, she has not yet uh, you know, acted with uh, Sushant. She just uh, knows him knows of him you know because they are in the same business uh, same industry yeah but even then she has a uh, really uh, she has been really vocal about his old death 
but uh, most of the things she are saying are might be legit because uh, we all know about the nepotism and uh, we all know about uh, Karan Johar's uh, like click in uh, Bollywood. Uh, that might be a reason of his depression, but we actually don't know if it's true. But uh, what she is saying is that everything that she is saying is true. And whenever uh, anyone disagrees with that, uh, she says, no, uh, you are wrong. No, you are a uh, weak great actress. That's the uh, kind of, uh, you know, uh, vitriolic uh, sentences that she, uh, she is uttering uh, during those uh, interviews. Yeah. Uh, so what we're trying to say through this is that if someone dies, just let them be. Like, at least have them, leave them in peace in their death. Don't try to use them after their death. Like, it's not right. You didn't give a shit about yeah. them when they were alive. You just, uh, if he was alive right now, he'd, you'd be calling him a B-grade actress, like, pretty sure. But, uh, enjoy his movies. His movies are going to be released uh, this week, I think, uh, Dil Bechara. I tried to watch that movie uh, by paying the uh, movie and making that a hit. instead of uh, downloading it on a torrent yeah that way you can actually uh, like uh, pay tribute to him yeah. you know ma- actually making his last movie a hit uh, and try not to uh, be mean to people yeah uh, because uh, i'm pretty sure he was a really good, a good guy and uh, he would not li- actually like that yeah definitely so last week a photo that went viral showed uh, a place in kerala a place in Thiruvananthapuram in Kerala uh, which was the center for the KEAM exam the Kerala Engineering and Medical Examination which is the uh, exam pretty much everyone writes after uh, school in Kerala because everyone has to be a doctor or an engineer uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, all the children will uh, you also wrote that exam right yeah we wrote it uh, Uh, people like our juniors wrote it. Look how that turned out, right? Yeah, we turned out perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, so this year, uh, in perfect 2020 fashion, the uh, photo showed one center, uh, which was a school in Pattam, in Thirunathapuram, uh, which was the center for this exam, uh, where people were crowded, and not just crowded, were overcrowded uh, outside the school after sending their children inside to write the exam we are uh, informed that inside in the school where the children are actually writing the exam there were proper measures taken where the children were actually physical distancing while writing the exam but outside the school we could see that all the parents were huddled together we like they were literally yeah. huddled together i don't know why they were huddled together yeah, but i, I thought uh, <laughs> when i saw the uh, that uh, photo i thought it was like who is holding the concert uh, there because the <laughs> picture was like that yeah. because uh, you know there was like a, a stage area kind of thing uh, vibe going on concert like vibe going on big turnout bro yeah <laughs> yeah uh, jokes aside uh, there uh, one week after this we are actually we are actually knowing that at least two people who wrote the exam were tested positive for covid now this could turn out to be a 
potential disaster for the state and everyone who wrote the exam because they risked their life uh, for writing that exam not only the parents but not only the children but also the parents parents case is even more risky because uh, we know that covid actually affects uh, or is more dangerous to people to older people compared to younger people but still so they're saying that this should have been more thought out by the government as well as by the parents what were you expecting when you went to a center where thousands of people uh, thousands of children were going to write the exam and each of the uh, and there was no public transport available so everyone had to take their own vehicles to come to that place and all the parents would be there there was no arrangement for the parents to uh, like uh, wait for while the children wrote the exam which is why i think they were all huddled together still doesn't make sense to me but i'm guessing that's the reason at least in future if we are writing exams if the government is conducting exams there should this should be better thought out and if uh, you as a parent uh, are going with your children to the examination centers you should uh, have better sense and try to uh, implement physical distancing as far as possible just stay in your car or whatever <laughs> uh, carry yeah. a water bottle stay the fuck away from the from those people yeah. you know yeah carry carry a water bottle or sneakers or whatever yeah and uh, when you see those you know those people uh, remember world war c because uh, consider them as zombies and you have to uh, move far away from them yeah. so that should be the mindset uh, that you you should be going to those uh, crowded uh, events like you know uh, they are out to get you and you have to move as far away from them as possible definitely it's uh, just say uh, just play the floor is lava except uh, the floor 1 meter around people is lava all right people so uh, that will be it for this week uh, we tried to cover some interesting topics uh, hope to see you next week ana anchena will return